Hey everybody, welcome to the ANN After Show. It's me, Lindsay Loveridge, and I'm happy to introduce James Beckett. Yo! Coming in um, the best he can with some tea and uh, just trying to feel a little bit better. He's a little under yeah. the weather today, but he still turned out. And we've also got Jackie's back. Hey. I was like trying to fix my hair before I came up and then I didn't do that successfully. But anyways, hello everybody. Hi Jackie. Jackie's in Hawaii. So I am. You've gone from, you were in Quebec. Yeah, I was right? in Montreal. It was super cold. Um, I was hosting the Rainbow Six Siege Six Invitational and now I'm here in Hawaii because I was basically working like 15 hour days for two weeks. And so I'm exhausted, but I was super excited to catch up on Trigun and I can't wait to talk about it. So yeah, we uh, missed you the last couple of weeks. I'm glad you had time to get caught up and yeah. it feels like the last couple episodes have really been like, you know, bam, bam, bam with all the, like the big emotional hits. So we're going to get into that uh, today. We've got only one big news story, probably the biggest news story, I think. Um, so we're going to, talk about Leiji Matsumoto and um, his career a little bit and some of the stuff he's worked on that we're familiar with and because um, he just passed away very recently at 85. So yeah. uh, rest among the stars, Leiji Matsumoto, you're amazing. Everything you did was amazing. And we just want to take a couple minutes to kind of honor his, his legacy here. And then after that, we'll get to uh, this latest episode of Trigun and Buddy Daddies, which again was just another cute episode of buddy daddies although it did get me all choked up I was just saying, there. it was cute and um devastating at the yeah, same time it did make so. me like it's just been making me cry just yeah. stop it I, when are they gonna go back to killing people instead of making me cry that's kind of what i mean we technically got a, a pretty graphic death this week james um, he like he said i mean he was indirectly involved with you know anyway <laughs> well, we'll 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 get to that after try again poor taste james but <laughs> I, that is the plot of the episode i kind of you can blame about... buddy daddies for that sure so. all right so, i think uh, it's the latest episode so you guys have to recap me but yeah we will i mean it's been pretty episodic like there hasn't been a an arc really I'm one behind so the last two i caught up on like it's they've been cute and heartfelt mm -hmm. but like i'm just kind of like i need like more action and like something like thrilling to happen it's just like just been like super cute like family-ish which is yeah. like fine but it's just like not really my style personally so it's been yeah. like cute but i've just been kind of like uh, like trigon on the other hand amazing fight choreography loving every single character they've introduced the animation with a uh, lucio special episode was like beautiful i mean i don't want to I, I mean like it's just like funny because i think i was kind of feeling buddy daddies before um, yeah and now it's like flip for me and i'm like obsessed with trigon i think it's yeah. amazing so yeah yeah we'll get yeah. into that later yeah well we're gonna break down into all of that um just want to remind you guys we are here every tuesday 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern so we're on youtube facebook uh we're back on jackie's twitch channel right now Yay. Uh, and my husband's here with a cup of tea Look how, cute. Look how cute he is. So oh, he's so cute. Thank you. He stayed off camera on purpose, but he said, I love you. Okay. So anyway, I'm uh, going to take those good vibes into uh, this news story here. Uh, I don't know how familiar everyone who's listening right now is with Leiji Matsumoto. Uh, his, his work itself um, was 
very, very influential 70s and 80s. And it they've continued to revisit his properties over and over again. So if you've ever seen Space Pirate Captain Harlock or uh, Galaxy Express 999 or Queen Amaraldus, or maybe you just like Daft Punk and you remember that series of music videos with the blue people in it called Interstellar 555, that was all Eiji Matsumoto. So he's got a very uh, distinct art style. Um, he has been involved with his properties up until his recent passing. And so I just wanted to, you know, talk with... Uh, James and Jackie a little bit, if you're familiar with his work or remember any of it, um, even I feel like even if you haven't watched it, you would recognize his work if you saw it. Like, should I oh. bring up a picture of Mattel, like Mattel while we're, we're talking about this? Like, James, you want to go ahead and go first? What was your Leiji Matsumoto memory? Uh, honestly, I'm I'm one of those kids that 100%, and I, I, I know to my understanding, he wasn't like as involved with Interstellar 5555. Yeah. Um, but like you said, his art style is so distinct and so memorable yeah. that it's kind of like become sort of my de facto image of 70s anime. Yeah. You know, there's like obviously so many other incredibly influential works like um, Gundam and uh, Lupin, but for some reason, just his like super um, kind of lanky, like lithe, like, uh, you yeah. know, his very space elves right yeah space elves that's a perfect way of describing yeah yeah so i'm out of the um captain harlock galaxy express those are all shows that i actually they're kind of a huge blind spot for me there's something i have a meaning to get to Mm -hmm. especially as i've become a lot more i think interested in like 70s era anime over the past few years yeah um but it's impossible that i have ridiculously influential this guy was i mean He's uh, an all-timer, like the Mount Rushmore, I think, of of creators in the industry, I think. Yeah, you would definitely put him up there. And I, I think it's also fair to say, like, his his works do predate all three of us probably by about a generation. Um, so don't feel bad if you haven't watched a Matsumoto work. Um, my first introduction to his stuff was seeing his character designs in Interstellar 555 because I liked Daft Punk and I was part of uh, an anime club um, in middle school. I would go to the local community college and they had screenings on on the weekends and they showed all of the music videos there. And that was my first exposure to like his art style. And I just thought it was beautiful. So um, that was sort of the first one there. And then when I was much younger, I had a hat much like the one you can see Mattel wearing here. And I wore it to a con once and was asked if I was cosplaying her. So that got me to look up who she was. I'm not blonde, but I mean, it's an iconic look. So it's a good hat. It's a good hat. You got to stay warm in space. Yeah. So True. Um, so for me, like Lindsay was saying, um, I think that we were just like, it was like the generation before us. So like, I remember I was in my early 20s and I was telling like some people who were, I think were like in their late 30s or maybe like 40s even, mm-hmm. um, like what anime they liked. And they were like, well, we love Captain Harlock. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. And so they yeah. lent me a bunch of uh, Captain Harlock DVDs. And to be honest, Captain Harlock is hot AF. He's yeah. a space pirate and he's a fucking baddie. So yeah. like, 
I immediately fell in love with him. Um, and then, you know, the illustration that Lindsay had up there, um, their, the female characters were like drawn so well. I always like really liked their looks. Um, they're just like really um, fairy, fairy elf-like looking, like I think Lindsay was kind of saying earlier. Um, and honestly, it has like one of my favorite quotes of like all time in it. Um, I was trying to find it, but it was like something like dreams don't fade away, like unless you abandon them, you know? And like, I always thought it was like something he, the, Captain Harlock himself said, and I always thought it was like so epic. Um, so I don't know. I've, I've always, I think that they did some uh, recent iterations of it. And I think yeah. it was like CG and stuff like that. I never checked those out, but I loved, loved those in their original form. Like ca the Captain Harlock movies that I saw, I thought they were so good. So yeah, uh, they, they've revisited Captain Harlock a few times. Um, there were some recent CG movies. Uh, we also didn't mention that he created a space battleship Yamato, which is like, which is a big space opera series. It's, there's a new movie series that's been released in Japan over the last couple of years called like Space Battleship Yamato uh, 2202 or, th or something, something to that effect. Um, so they just keep coming back to this and uh, Space Battleship Yamato was influential on a lot of um, directors that we're more familiar with, with our generation, like Hideaki Anno and, um, uh, sorry. Tomino. Tomino, yeah, that's one I was looking for. Like, so, I mean, if you're familiar with Gundam, well, the guy who made Gundam loved Battleship Yamato. That's kind of like yeah. how this, this works out there. Um, so yeah, this is like old school sci-fi, still has a lot of heart to it. Um, there's one character that appears in Galaxy Express 999. I can't remember his name right now, but I just love his design. He's just this like little chubby dude who appears in a lot of his stuff. Do you know who I'm talking about when I say that? Um, no. no? Okay, gosh. I'll, I'll have to look him up, but... Um, yeah, it's like, I want to see an image. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's like the there's like the chubby like drummer in Interstellar 5. He looks a lot like him, but he's not blue, right? Oh, okay. Uh, so I could picture it then. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking up chubby guy, <laughs> Galaxy Express 999, and all the old talk who are listening to this, and they're like, God damn it, Lindsay. Because um, they probably know exactly who he is. Uh, this is Tetsuro Hoshino is what he looks like um and he's he's the main protagonist from the show and sorry he's got very much like i'm trying to think of a good way to describe this but like almost charlie brown-esque oh my gosh i kind of vaguely remember this yeah but yeah in later versions he's he's got kind of this tattered coat that he wears so this is just him in like a red a red turtleneck but uh, for some reason, the first thing I thought of is that he looks a little bit like one of the uh, one of the villagers from Made in Abyss if they tried to like put on a wig and live in normal society undetected. <laughs> okay, oh <my laughs> like God. like he's really like a little monster under there. Yeah, you know, a, like a little penis, a little penis monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like a mouth on top of his head. Not getting penis monster. Now that you've said that, I definitely see it. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway. Uh, everyone... Everyone, we don't need to get yeah, Tochiro. Sorry, guys. His name is uh, Tetsuro. Tetsuro. Um, oh. I do yeah, wonder yet... if, with Matsumoto's passing, they're gonna do any any like sort of remake. And after Trigun, I'm like, fucking yeah. bring it, because yeah. they they're making Trigun so good. I'm like, if they make this like super cool 
like Captain Space Pirate, Captain Harlock. Like I'm, I'm down. Like I, yeah. I think that's so fun. So. Yeah. Just make sure Studio Orange gets it. That's I yeah, think that's the lesson we've learned. Right. Yeah. <laughs> please. The, if it's gonna be if, a badass CG remake, it has to be Studio Orange. Hey, Studio Orange, you liked one of my tweets the other day. So just in case you're listening to this, we'd love it if you guys, you know, got into the lazy verse and started make you know remaking some of that stuff. That would be great. So. Um, yeah, just hugely influential guy. Um, a lot of his, the anime are available through like discotheque and streaming. So just, you know, give it a look. There's Galaxy Express 999. The original is quite a few episodes, but there's movie versions and there's remakes. So you can, you know, if you're not digging like the, the older aesthetic, there's some updated versions and more condensed versions to, to watch if you don't think you can make it through that many episodes. Bless you, Jackie. Thanks. I muted myself. I you like, did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right. Um, so with that said, I think we should kind of dive right into Trigun this week. Um, James, do you want to do the play-by-play or would you rather myself or Jackie do it? Because your throat's kind of, you know. No, I think I can. I mean, it's, you can do it. Well, I, honestly, even when I was getting screen caps, I, I thought it was kind of nice because the, so much of this episode is just awesome action mm-hmm. that it won't actually take too long, I don't think, to get through the plot because it's basically just the second half of last week's episode where right. Uh, right. we have the Which is that a name? the sand like cruiser, the sand Titanic, whatever it's called. I called it a sand ship in the YouTube description because I thought that sounded clever, but I don't yeah. I love the how they're like using the sand like a like the ocean, like the wake border kind of like uh yeah motorcycle gang i don't even know yeah 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 because i was watching with my boyfriend and i was like holy crap they're on wakeboards in the sand like so i'm loving this whole like they treat the sand like water almost but sorry i don't didn't mean it no yeah that was really cool james and i talked about that last week too because we we james dubbed them the boys love gang because all their light up things say bl on them even though that's not what it stands for yeah yeah definitely I'm just saying, again, they obviously they ship uh, Vash and Wolfwood, and um, it seems like that's a ship that's going to sail based <laughs> on their incredible bromance that's developing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I mean, this episode, so we pick up right where the last episode left off. Um, Livio is still cu- wreaking havoc, um, and Wolfwood has basically decided that um, he is going to do what he did to uh, what's his butt, the, the giant robot dude from a couple right. weeks ago. Yeah, and he's going the to put, guy. yeah, and he's going to put him out of his misery. He's going to kill him himself. Um, yeah. which for anyone that saw last week's episode is heartbreaking and terrible because they're adorable best friends, little um, orphan brothers. Yeah. 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 By the yeah. way, Gungray vibes because Carrie <laughs> and Brendan Hito were orphan brothers. Just saying, but. I knew we were missing something from this show. Yeah, the last it was two obviously weeks. influenced heavily by Gungrave, but it's not. <laughs> yes, yeah, very, very clearly in the in the shadow of Gungrave, um, <laughs> as most art is, really, really, um, truly. <laughs> um, but uh, of course, Vash is opposed to that idea, and um, he spends most of the episode trying to take out these guys, the Boys Love Gang, or the the, the bad lads, which is also were they, were they even bad guys. I mean, were they I really mean, even the, bad guys? They're just distractions. Like I was they're, like, they're they're robbing the ship. They're, there's a whole bunch of like poor looking people. Like they they look straight out of the third class deck from Titanic, and they're just taking all their stuff. So that's that's yeah, I guess that's nice. True. Also, I loved when they were just posing when um, 
was it Mir- Muriel, right? Wanted Meryl? To- Meryl. Meryl, yeah. Meryl wanted to take a photo of them and was just like snapping photos. They were just like posing. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Too funny. They're like, make sure you get our good side. Don't publish any bad pictures or we'll kill you. Yay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And of course, that leads to several wonderful Meryl faces, which I had to record for posterity because um, they're just, they're perfect and um, very relatable. I think we've all been in this position um, where Aww. we just can't help but but cry at, at what we're seeing. I have um, thought about this before because, I mean, so they bring, so it's implied that this entire thing has happened, like this world is post, post, post-apocalyptic right because they talk about the spacefaring age and things like that and then i i was thinking about that and then looking at the screenshot of meryl holding a camera that looks like it's from like i don't know the early 1900s or something but it's like a cross between it because it kind of it's like an old school handheld that we you know we would use but it's got the the accordion zoom on it that you see on those really old cameras Anyway, just a neat world building detail that I wanted yeah, to for, uh, for any of the for any of the children listening, um, cameras actually used to be separate devices from our phones. They were like <laughs> an entirely independent device that you had to like buy. Is your joke? I don't know how many kids. You know what was shocking to me when I was doing this event recently? Mm-hmm. The girls there was like. Uh, I'm 20 years old, and I was like, "Cool." And she's like, "I was born in 2003." I like literally like spit up my drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, no, James, you're probably used to this, but, like, Lindsay, I literally was, like, I was in freaking high school. Yeah. yeah. 20 years ago. No, I was, so I was watching, I was watching some old YouTube videos the other day, not to get yeah. on too much of a tangent, but um, yeah. the videos came out in, like, 2006, and um, I was just looking at the date and everything, and I was, like, this, this YouTube video is to the children that I teach and work with every day what back to the future was to me (laughs) (laughs) the same time yeah Yeah. that's awful that's awful yeah Uh, quantify says uh meryl's just a hipster and they all have digital cameras but she just uses that one so i'm gonna Uh, headcanon that i mean she does have the hipster hat i want to headcanon that yeah yeah Oh yeah, and then uh, yeah. Like, where were we? Oh, where Vash is knocking out gangsters because he's using trying to his make guns it like Tonfas, like yeah, yeah, that was cool. Uh, lots of cool Vash this week. Yeah. By the way, I like love Livio. Like I love like just his look and his like double hand machine guns. Like I, I would just like and his like half skull phantom half, mask. Yeah, yeah, and he's got like the undercut haircut with the gray. Po- I, I was just like, who is this guy? And then he's got like this tragic backstory. But I mean, we'll get get into all that. But yeah. like honestly, these last two um short like these last two episodes have been like thrillingly good like mm-hmm. super good that like yeah. the animation has been like top tier to be honest i barely remember the show so i don't remember wolfwood having any of this backstory yeah i was trying to uh last week i was like how much of this is like from the manga but was left out of the original anime yeah. and how much of this was in the original anime and then how much of this is like completely unique and uh the commenters last week said that this whole uh, ship thing was I think in the original? I don't remember this Gosh, giant I don't ship at all. It, it so. makes me want to rewatch the, yeah. the old one because I'm just like, especially I now that we know it's not 45 episodes, like we like for some reason thought it was. Yeah, because we yeah. thought it was so much longer. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking up the, um, Livio from the nineties. It's like a completely different look, but he still looks badass as hell. He's okay. wearing, um, I wish I could share the image, but I don't have the capabilities to do that. Oh, okay. Well, but yeah. And I don't know if this is from the manga or what, but, uh, all I'm going to say major gun gray vibes again, influencing greatness it's all okay so in in fairness if uh the character design i'm currently looking at for livio is yeah. i think it's from the manga only yeah but it, he he has he has like a uh a hat with like a metal thing around it he's only got one eye so that's kind of similar to his design now although it was just sort of it's just sort of whited out instead of there being like a full-on huge mask but it does look like he's got some sort of metal appendage kind of on that ear um and he does still have the double guns as well yes yeah, yeah yeah definitely i love the double hand machine guns i thought that was so cool it's so yeah. funny i'm on reddit right now and everyone is like so mad and they're like, <laughs> he looks like crap compared to the manga and i'm like oh man i thought he was pretty dope looking but leave it to I, reddit to crush your your dreams yeah looking at the manga like in the original his his original look i would call it a little bit dated compared it's to like very 90s anime which mm -hmm. i love but it, it's like they they gave him a 2020s flair for sure right yeah yeah like they have for all of them i think 20s 2020s how do i say that 2000 anyway i just had an old right there that's yeah, okay <laughs> was, right. so yeah we do get more of um livio's backstory here he was able to do what james one-handed push-ups in a in a puddle of sweat at like nine years old or however old they are here um oh jackie i wanted to this is kind of last episode what did you think about the reveal that like wolfwood and livio might be children in like grown-up bodies that was crazy <laughs> to me but it made a lot of sense because wolfwood is kind of like an angsty 12 yeah. old. like it doesn't seem to have a lot of maturity to me you know still knows good from bad you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i like but um you know, like I was like, this actually makes sense. The weird thing, though, is that Vash is like old as shit and actually wild. Yeah. Because that that was like, I knew he was really old, but then I forgot that he was like that old. I, I don't. I mean, how old is he now? Because we still don't really know. Yeah, exactly I, how old he is. Like, he's just a goofball, I guess. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah, mean, I he has to at least be like decades probably. older than he looks. I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like centuries old at this point. Yeah. Because in the last episode, they were like, it's only been a couple months, and like, look at how much he's transformed or something, right? Yeah. They said a couple months, and my, I'm not quite sure what they said the time frame was. And so yeah. I was assuming he went from being a child to like what he looked like, but I'm not sure. I My sneezes are contagious. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we had talked about this last week, but this, this, changeover for the flashback with this uh, style of 2d animation is still like really really cute and cozy sort of feeling i think it invokes the that feeling of want to like protect both of them just in mm -hmm. how they like look at wolfwood's clothes you can tell they're like too big for him like his sleeves probably hang past his hands and he's just mm -hmm. lost and he needs a mom or something You're like oh i love this i, say, I appreciate <laughs> that baby wolfwood has this the the sunken and tired eyes of a 30 year old. So maybe <laughs> yeah. he's just growing into the body that he already. Uh, Jamie, you should have warned us that you sent us body horror in here. Oh, this yeah. Sorry. So I, actually, gross. I know it was gross, but it was also really interesting. I was like, she pukes up horrible bugs. She pukes up spy bugs. She just yeah. regurgitates spy bugs. 
so I was wondering where she got me, them. And now we remind me, um, what was um the organization that they came from? Okay, um, so I read up on this because I was confused last week. So you're probably thinking of Eyes of Michael, right? Okay, yeah. And, because, from, and so this bug guy is also a part of the Eyes of Michael, and so is the blue-haired guy. Yeah, Legato. So Legato's okay. like the head, kind of like the head of Eyes of Michael, and then um, Zazie the Beast, who's the one who's puking up bugs, and uh, Nicholas... Well, I don't know if Wolfwood is, but um, Livio definitely is part of Eyes of Michael. I think Wolfwood is as well. I think, I think they he wanted is. Yeah, Wolfwood, right? Yeah, technically, yeah. he is, but he... he he was in the group and i'm assuming he left the group but he's still like kind of considered in the group and that's yeah. why the i mean i'm sorry james i keep on interrupting you but i also wanted to ask because i was a little confused so the blue-haired guy sent livio and that ship like on purpose because he wanted to destroy the orphanage and he wanted to get livio killed so then wolfwood had like no attachment or love to like anything anymore right like i, I thought he said something like that yeah it's like yeah. classic cult behavior actually yes. they're yeah. trying to isolate him from any anyone and anything that he might have an emotional attachment to so that he'd be more susceptible to just doing what they tell him i think mm -hmm. kind so of a really roundabout way to do it blow them up, so yeah yeah, but he likes to play games. That blue-haired guy is fucking... Insane. His name oh is Legato. When, um, when uh, Wolfwood was, like, about to escape and then his fingers cracked backwards and then everything was snapping, I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Like, that yeah. guy is brutal. Like, yeah. The show gets like, spooky. Yeah, it Legato, was really scary, yeah. Yeah, Legato's psychic and apparently, you know, he has telekinesis and apparently can use it at really long range because he used it to mess up the ship to, like, to crush... A bunch of stuff on the ship so that it would uh, head in the direction that it was um i had said earlier that he was my boyfriend because when i originally watched the show like i really liked his character design but he yeah. was a little more mysterious in the original they didn't really kind of tell you what his bit was nearly as much in this yeah. one he just seems like a, like a religious zealot and is terrifying and he's also kind of He's like the game's a hot guy hair in the 90s version he's kind, yeah. he's kind of like a tool now like he's like <laughs> He, he reminds me of like a tech bro executive where it's like <laughs> he's he kind of got like a hot guy haircut dead on like a tech bro executive that is dead on and before he was like kind of like hot and quiet i totally yeah. agree with Lindsay. yeah 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 but yeah. anyway no, this version of legato definitely shills yeah. nfts like for sure <laughs> yeah. but they have but they're like jesus nfts right because it's yeah which is even stranger but yeah yeah, yeah. Mill millions knives nfts is his game so <laughs> oh um, yeah we need to do a tiktok by the way comparing the 90s characters to the like new ones are you sending that in the video discord right now i'm typing it up right now <laughs> yeah because i was yeah. just like was the bug guy in there too i gotta look up the 90s bug guy i like uh, the bug guy was in the original but his deal was uh his backstory was different Okay. Um, and even in this one it's a little bit different in the manga the bug guy is literally a hive of sentient bugs think of like um like spiders man yeah <laughs> he's just a bunch of of bees or whatever yeah okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i was gonna say um that star trek thing where they're all hive minded. oh yeah. yeah yeah that kind of deal um this one it still seems like humanoid but you know 
I don't know, can regurgitate bugs. So, so what do I know? I don't, I don't know. But that By the way, there. someone in um, chat said that, um, that Vash is 131 in case you guys just wanted to know. So, oh yeah, I guess according to the internet, Vash is 131 years old. Yeah. So I that's mean, like he's 13. That's why he and Wolf would get along so yeah, well. Yeah. Wolf would I understand. Like I was like, gosh, this guy's kind of an ass. But then it's like, oh, he's like a 13 year old or even maybe younger than that. Who was human, had human experimentation done on him. So, well, yeah, that's rough. Right. Uh, so. Jackie Rusty Jeep. How says to do a TikTok of James's most clever comments. We, so. we try to do this every week. Like that's, <laughs> that's what we're trying to do. So, yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I, I stand that. <laughs> so, come and TikTok. Yeah, hope you're ready for for all of this. Okay. <laughs> Here's Wolfwood looking like a cutie. So yeah, it ends up coming down to the ongoing debate between Wolfwood and Bash, which is, do you have to sometimes kill to save people? You know, and Bash says no, and Wolfwood says yes, and that Bash is naive. And so when it comes to Olivia, Wolfwood was gonna kill him to put him out of his misery, but Bash thinks you can. Um, you know, awaken him. Does someone have MS Messenger going right now? No, it's my iMessage, and I don't know how to turn it off because <laughs> okay. I'm trying to listen to you guys. And yeah. anyway, I'm trying to work on that right now. But yeah. <laughs> okay. like, I was like, oh, okay, I'll just mute mute like my laptop like I normally do. Yeah. But then it's like muting you guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you guys are like trying to do? Okay, I'm very close to figuring it out right now. So good. <laughs> okay um so yeah so that's kind of the ongoing thing that's going on here and we showed the lighter earlier that's what you know wolfwood tries to use like tap into livio's latent true personality memories i thought the next part was really kind of horrifyingly sad yeah like what was your guys's reaction to this when this happened because i was just like oh my god are you joking me i screamed yeah (laughs) wait what i was like he didn't just kill him but then we find out later that he survived likely yeah. because blue summers picks him up blue summers is like get him and it's my boyfriend was like oh so did he just die my uh boyfriend was like he just fell off the side so they yeah. want to think that but like he's probably okay mm-hmm. but i mean he was i don't i mean they are children who went underwent human experimentation and then all of a sudden he gets like this influx of memories you know what i mean and so i and i'm sure it was just like tearing away at his brain you know so he just like reacted you know yeah but uh, really uh, hard like that was wild yeah yeah lfr in the chat asked if and i'm kind of want to pose this question guys do you think this was um uh a, like a his natural reaction to him realizing like what's become of him or do you think legato used telekinesis to get him to shoot himself so they could just come pick him up um i i read it as that was all him i did i don't i mean i could go back and rewatch it i don't know if there's maybe like a quick cut or something that maybe could have implied that it was the, the telekinesis but yeah it seemed much more like a panic response. That's you know, what I thought he, too. he has like this very brief moment of lucidity mm-hmm. and he chooses to try to stop himself before he can. Can we go know. to the next image? It's making yeah, me sad. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably my favorite but, um, car. Like, yeah, I like the underdog boy. You know what I mean? Like, I like, yeah. the one like I like Vegeta. I always like the one who's like, you know, trying to keep up with the best. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so. You know, he's just trying to not disappoint his brother and like keep up with him. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. 
it's like sad. It's like super sad. I, I, and I also just like his look and like his weapons and everything. Like, I just think he's a really dope character. I really actually like these eyes of Michael. Like all of them are, are pretty badass. Yeah. I actually like yeah, they're Zazie great, the they're Beast great too. Yeah. 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 I love like, Zazie's mask. The, we the all eyes love that go in like different daddy. directions. I love that. Yeah. 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 Everyone likes I think the, an anime S tier when you have like a really like, um, the Katsuki from Naruto, you know what I mean? Like when there is like a group of baddies that are just like, just so for, I, for lack of a better word, like just gangster, you know what I mean? Like they're just yeah. like, so hard. Like, I'm just like, that hits so different. I think of kill a kill. Remember the baddies in kill a kill. Yeah. Yeah. She could go up against like each like student. And I, I just, I personally love that. Yeah. It's, um, again, pulling from one of the greatest anime of all time, Congrave, but it's also <laughs> like very video game like kind of formula you know where yeah like, you got like the mini bosses right yeah like yeah, a group I, of mini bosses yeah i know it's kind of cheesy but like i love that you well, know Sailor Moon has it in every single season yeah. too you've right. got like the generals in the first season and then in r you have this the ayakashi sisters who are all like awesome they all have great character designs and then um in Cats s it's uh oh the, the witches circus in one of them the circus is uh supers and that's like also got four uh, like circus themed well at first it has a trio of 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 folks and then it's got another then it's got a, a, a i was gonna say a quattro <laughs> yeah i was a like quattro. a trio and a quattro <laughs> right no bad guys too i'm not gonna lie like yeah. people can eat on sailor moon but like I'd, it's just embedded in me like they really do a great job with baddies yeah but. they do yeah and then they have the animates in the last one you know like sailor led crow and aluminum, yes. aluminum siren and stuff and they've all got i mean the designs get crazier and crazier every single season i think like but yeah they're all just Great. And this is a great group of bad guys, too. Like, we haven't seen Knives in a while, but we know he's looming around there somewhere. And when we did see him, he was really freaking scary, right? He, like, saying, he, made, he made enough of an impression to yeah, to last, enough, you know, I, I have not forgotten the uh, That the was when Shogun got good. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, I was like, oh, this is cute. And, you know, like, and obviously they have to build up and introduce everybody, right? Yeah. So I wasn't, like, going to write it off or anything. But I was like, yeah, it's, I like that. I'm not opposed to the CG. By the way, I thought the CG fight scenes in the last two episodes have been so fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. My boyfriend has a much bigger TV than I do. And I was like, I'm so happy I'm watching this on this thing because it just looks so cool to me, you know? But... I know that's that maybe that's just me, but I really no, like, I mean the, you, you don't really see this kind of hand-to-hand combat in traditional anime a whole lot because it's ridiculously hard to animate in 2D. Yeah. Um yeah. and the fact that they can I'm ass- I don't know if they're using mocap um or you know just hand animating the rigs, probably a mix of both. Um, but just the way they're using the camera to um to just creatively shoot and block these fights. It it gives me um uh some like raid vibes. If any if any of you guys are familiar with the raid movies, just those really intense sort of quick bursts yes. of hand. Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. I was like, raid movies, dude, those are amazing. I don't yeah. watch those, but I was thinking of Ip Man. That's the first thing I think of when I think of like really, really Ip good. Man is yeah. some, like, I think Raid took a lot from Ip Man. Like okay. it's like those long, you know, really long drawn out fight scenes, and they're just like, like nonstop doing stuff and like grab a water bottle and like mash it through their eyes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like I, yeah. I don't think that like Trigon's gone like that far yet, but I think that what I just really like is the camera angles and how much it's like moving around and stuff like that. I'm like, this is yeah. just so cool to watch. Yeah. They'll do cool stuff where it'll, the camera will like 
uh, go down the barrel of a weapon and then like come up around the other side. It's yeah. really it's really dynamic and it yeah. makes her it really easy to watch. Um, and I loved when they did the 2D um, animation. You know what I mean? Like you said, it made it like very kitty, but like still like like I don't know. They're just playing in nostalgia and just like everything. Like Lindsay was saying earlier. Yeah. I like those they- like cozy vibes where you kind of want it. You're like, oh, they're really cute, and I want to like give them some head pats or something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so by the end of the episode, we find out that this steam sand ship used to has borrowed technology from an actual spaceship, and it has like an ion cannon. On yeah, it. just for just in case. <laughs> and just, just just in case you encounter a mountain or something, and you just need to blow it up. Well, I mean, I it seems to it seemed to me like I assume that the people running the ship didn't even know that that was a thing. Well, yeah, because the the whole uh, the whole like control mechanisms was locked behind that locked door. But um, I, I I for for a minute there when I was under the impression that this like passenger cruise line just had a functioning ion cannon, <laughs> I was just imagining them just like oh there's there's a there's a a boulder up ahead. There's a mountain up ahead. I just blow the hell out of it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Just 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 get it out of the way. Um, this was actually the first time I feel like we've had some kind of character develop from Meryl too. Yeah, I feel like it's a little bit too late. Like they kind of sat on giving her any kind of really active role in most of this story, and now she's finally having this moment of clarity where she's like. I don't just want to be a passive observer and watch this. Like I want to help these people, which is great. It's just sort of, you know, again, Jackie and I've talked about this in the past. Meryl was kind of the audience um, perspective character in the previous show. So she didn't, she may have had like character development, but she never really seemed like passive in the story. Like everything was either actively annoying her or she was trying to like talk bash down a lot of what we've seen, like Wolfwood, kind of yell at Vash a lot in the last couple episodes. I feel like that was more Meryl's role before. Yeah, I mean, I haven't loved Meryl or Roberto, to be completely honest. Um, Mm. I find them just, like, kind of, like, superfluous, like, throughout the anime so far. I do think that this was, like, one of the better moments for her, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it honestly made me really dislike Roberto even more than I did already. Yeah. Because I was just, like, you're telling me, like, being a good journalist and saving your own life is is better than like saving a bunch of other people like i, I don't know it's just like i was like i'm trying to like follow the logic here and it was just like i was like i don't like you at all if um, we want to go off on a tangent for a second what roberto's telling her is like the traditional school of thought for journalism is that you're not supposed to directly get involved at all uh, yeah. a really famous instance of this and it's it's kind of heart-wrenching there's a famous photo it won a pulitzer i'm not going to bring it up because everyone's going to cry james is nodding like he already knows what picture i'm talking I, about i, I definitely know of <laughs> an of an uh, an african child that a journalist took a picture of he's obviously very malnourished and there's actual vultures like coming down in the picture because they're circling him because they're waiting for this this child to die and the guy took a photo of it published it uh won a picture and there was a lot of outrage when it was published because it was like, why didn't you pick up this kid and feed him? Or why didn't you, you know, you, you know, basic humanity, why didn't you take him to the, and there's a philosophical argument about it that you're not supposed to actually in any way um, like jump into it. You're just supposed to document it. 
and yeah. the impartial um, observer or whatever. Yeah, that yeah is now in fairness, I, I believe that the journalist who took that picture did end up committing suicide. So I yeah, mean, he he went through a, a lot of emotional torment. Um, yeah. Well, that's and that's what Meryl said. She was like, "I'm already regret that kid losing his arm. Mm -hmm. I didn't wasn't supposed to step in, and like I'm not going to do that now." Um, this is going to make me go off on a whole different tangent, but like society has instilled all of these awful, stupid rules on us that have like prevented us from like being our authentic selves and doing what's right or like what honors us and like never do that people and never do that. I don't care what any journalistic rule is. Like if you see someone suffering and your heart is reaching out to do something, then like, it's like, okay, <laughs> that shouldn't be, I'm sorry. Like I, it, that just like cringes, makes me cringe. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think a lot of us, you know, wouldn't ever want to have to make that kind of decision or, or be in that kind of choice. And I think that most of us would, you know, feed them. Right. Like, yeah. like how could, how could like, not? I can't even believe that. Like, it's all in the name of objectivity. I, I feel awful that that guy killed himself and struggled with that, you know, but it's, and honestly, if he really felt like society had made him feel that way about it, you know, like that's a whole whole nother story like a whole nother discussion you know mm -hmm. what i mean but i'm just yeah. like yeah like i was like i don't like roberto like i was like i i didn't like him from the beginning still don't like him can't believe millie's been replaced by this dude like all i think him. i think there's also you could you could extrapolate from this that this is kind of like an old school versus new school journalism conversation between the two of them because while what roberto's saying is the older school of thought there's been a lot of pushback with, within like the community about, you know, activist journalism and the idea of shining lights on things to hold truth to power. And that also means having a stance on it and that it's unreasonable to ask journalists to be apolitical, to be the most objective. Like theoretically journalists aren't supposed to vote. Like, I don't know if you know that, but like, we're not supposed to like even vote because it, it could if our, what we voted for is ever found out it could be considered a mark against our objectivity that's yeah. that's all like the older school way of thought that's what I was taught when I went to journalism school but I I don't think that it is I think we are shifting away from that quite a lot so well and, and, and Meryl does so yeah well and granted I, I haven't gone to I haven't done any like um I, I didn't get a degree in journalism or anything but i think so much of that old school form of thought is rooted in in the kind of assumptions that um and i i wouldn't even say if i'm remembering right and i could be misremembering but like the, the the photographer who took that that famous photo of the starving child um said that there were like a lot of other people around like he was you know it wasn't like yeah. he was just out there alone by himself that he was with a crew and there were other like there were other people that he basically said they were going to help. Like they were there to help. That was their job. I was just there to document. Um, and I think a lot of those assumptions are rooted in this idea that like, oh, well, if everyone else is doing their job right in the way that I'm doing my job right, then I shouldn't have to intervene because there should theoretically be other people that are also working for the common good and the, you know, the, the preservation of society. And I think what a lot of um, modern uh, journalists and activists have realized is that if they're not the ones that are trying to hold truth to power or that are trying to expose corruption or that are trying to, you know, advocate for the rights of, you know, uh, trans people or any other marginalized community, then there are a lot of other systems that will actively uh, 
try to destroy them. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, and even in in this world, right, that's kind of been, that's kind of the root of Wolfwood's argument, where it's like, look, it's it's all well and good to say that you believe in pacifism and that you don't want to hurt people, but there are, I, I work with some of the craziest weirdos on the planet that will kill everyone unless mm-hmm. we kill them. Right. And if you're not willing to do that, then you're you're not just being an impartial, oh, I'm not participating in this system of violence. You're allowing the system of violence to continue. And, you know, it's basically the same as, you know, just letting that ship collide into the Hopeland orphanage. Now, of course, Vasher's argument is there's always another way where we can shut down the system or we can stop the perpetrators of violence without having to resort to their tactics. Mm-hmm. And I, I think like we, I mean, we talked about it last week where it's really hard to, it's really hard to say one or the other is objectively wrong or objectively right, because, you know, uh, like, I mean, like Wolf would point it out, um, sometimes if you're not willing to kill someone, then someone else is going to die. And that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's messy in the, yeah. in the world of gun smoke. Or um, no wait, uh, that, no man's land. No man's land. That's the name of this one. No man's land. Yeah, yeah. What is um, his arm made out of? On a lighter note, sorry. I'm so I said, what is his arm made out of? On oh a right, note? I don't know. Space technology. Looks space cool. glass. Which yeah. hold on, our biggest revelation about Bash. Yeah. At the end of this. Which I don't know. Oh, I just want to say I appreciated that the title card of this episode came up 18 minutes in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is a baller move, right? That is confidence cool. right there. Yeah. 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 Um, really yeah. This anime is just like doing whatever it wants. And I kind of love it. Like, yeah. I'm like I, think, I think that kind of, I think, you know, sh- that's why I love Cowboy Bebop so much. It was like Shinichiro Watanabe was literally like, I don't care. And I'm just going to throw whatever in this that I like. And it's going to be a space cowboy bounty hunter show. And we're going to, they're going to listen to jazz music. And it's <laughs> if you heard someone say that, you'd be like, nobody will publish that. No one will make that <laughs> something. And then he literally just like had like this like weird dog in it. And like, we already know all the crazy storylines in it. And I feel like, this this and I I never read the manga and I barely remember the '90s show but like I just love that they're just like being bold you know I think yeah. they're being super bold and I love it so we're gonna have dayglow space surfer gangs that jump yeah. onto ships and yeah. this dude's got a weird mechanical arm and yeah. as the big reveal said he's plant he's just he's a plant man he mm-hmm. looks like a dude but he's plants and he can talk oh. to plants mm-hmm. <laughs> are they all plants up on that like the girl and a million and and him are they all plants and they were just like up on that ship for something like i I don't really understand i don't know if everyone what i would assume that knives and bash are plant people and who are plants and what do they do so i mean we haven't seen a plant look like a human until now all the other ones we've seen inside of these factories that are powering them they were just some sort of power source that looked like a plant in a tube yeah, that's all that's we knew about it. Some, some sort of orb or something. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the first time where we're seeing one where, like, oh, that looks like an intelligent being inside of there and it's powering this entire ship. Mm-hmm. And so maybe these are all sentient. And then if they can be sentient and Vash can communicate with them, well, then maybe Vash is just, or maybe he's a hybrid, a human plant hybrid. So he looks yeah. like a human, but he has 
plant yeah, abilities. Hybrid or well, and it really makes you rethink Millions Knives' whole deal mm-hmm. because you know this whole time uh, for someone like me. And granted, I, I assume there I assume there is going to be some twist to the plant thing because it, they were keeping it so vague as to what they were that I figured there had to be some sort of reason for for why Knives was stealing them all. But on the surface, it just seemed like oh well, they need them to like power up their evil weapons or whatever you know it's mm-hmm. like a it's like a it's their evil plan is to steal the plants and hoard all the power but when you realize that oh no these are living beings then that makes you wonder well and now that we know that vash and then presumably knives are related to these beings somehow mm-hmm. that it makes you wonder oh is are are the eyes of michael are their goals maybe more not altruistic but are they maybe more believable more relatable more noble than than we would yeah have i mean are we are we considering the fact that like if these are sentient beings are they being enslaved to power industry on this planet and they don't have any choice in it and so knives in them are reclaiming all the captured plant beings so that they don't have to power factories for humans is millions yeah. knives just neo from the matrix is that where we are like is this a reverse matrix? So, like, on that note, like, if we go along that path, I guess we could also say, though, that, I mean, it's, Knives hates humans, right? Like, he just outright hates humans as maybe an extension of what they're doing to the plants or just because he thinks he's a, a more, a higher level being than them and looks down on them. He also, is, I think, is intentionally so, trying to right, make that stuff Someone in my chat said the people running the ships discovered Vash and Knives, then they turned into human babies with fast growth. So uh, above that, they said in the original anime, it's just Vash and Knives. Um, I don't know about that. Like what that necessarily means. Like, does that mean like Vash and um, Knives were plant looking things and then they they use stuff to turn them into babies and then they you know have been slow growing are they like trees and that's why they live for so long and grow so slowly they're oh, definitely maybe. not human right like it's like the eyes of michael are humans with human experimentation and you can tell mm-hmm. that they're mainly human but mm-hmm. like like we were seeing with livio and wolfwood and stuff like that and I, we haven't seen with with blue summers and, and the insect person but um like they're definitely like have some healing abilities some sort of like like yeah. you know additional they're like kind of like mutants like they're kind of like yeah that. like wolverine kind of yeah. deal going on but right? like vash and, and millions are like next level like that they're not like it's like a different a whole different level to be honest i was surprised vash couldn't lift, lift that cannon on his own i was actually like kind of surprised because i feel like when i think of vash he can do anything you know what right. I mean? they, they mentioned like i don't even know how many weeks ago it was but that that um what was it? the doctor guy was saying that vash's morality is like blocking his ability to oh, yeah right to, to like, unlock his powers and the powers were referred to as gate like their yeah. gates. And so we don't really know what what's up with that either. Like are plants able to communicate on another dimensional level or access powers from another dimension or or something weird like that? Like when they say gate, it makes me think of alternate dimensions. I don't know if that's what that means or not. That's just kind of what what goes on there. But um yeah. Um there's still yeah, a lot of stuff we don't know about. We don't know why he Vash has that arm either. Like 
what happened to his yeah. original arm. That's true, because he didn't have I, a robot arm in the flashbacks, did he? Right. Yeah. But maybe that's like how his his abilities are manifesting themselves now. Mm-hmm. Also, you know I, mean? I just oh, like knives is in his crazy arm. Yeah, knives in his crazy knife arms. Yeah, knives is wild. <laughs> yeah. The episode with knives was insane. He was blending people. Yeah, he was blending people. Just like yeah. honestly, he was straight up. I, he was slap chopping people left and right. He yeah. was blending. Was... Like they didn't even have like a second to scream. Like it was like I was like, like what. Yeah, and it looked like barbed wire. I was also, we got a screenshot up here now. This is when um, Meryl realizes that Vash is plant. I am mad about this one thing because when we watched the first episode of this show um, and went through the screenshots, I was like, oh, he's got weird tattoos all over him. Remember? And then we're like, no, it's just sort of a weird design on a shirt that he was wearing. And that kind of yes, left it there. Right, yeah. It was real. Yeah, no, <laughs> they it, were, yeah. They, I, I think they did that on purpose because it, I think, just to make me mad. Because I don't think he had it all over like his face and stuff. I think it was, yeah, just no, like, it was just like his arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, who was it? I think it was LFR in the chat was saying maybe they'll they'll kind of follow up with this in the next episode and we'll get a better idea of kind of we these questions seen, we have. We haven't seen twenty twenty three not 2023 we haven't well we haven't seen 2023 anime million knives yet we've seen him as a child but we haven't really gotten a good look at him, at him as an adult am i wrong like we saw his blades but he had like the hood on and we never really got a good oh look. yeah we've, we've not seen got his a face a little bit did we yeah he, he uncloaked for a little for remember like a him in wood and like looking down i mean but it was i just because it's like i wonder you know, I can find this. I mean, he was pretty generic looking in the '90s anime. Like, he yeah, was like he just hair. looked like Vash. He yeah, just like was... with slightly lighter blonde hair. So, are yeah. are they meant to be identical twins, or are they more like fraternal twins? I think they're supposed to be almost like identical, but they're a little different, yeah. like a little yeah. tiny. Different. I think if we're also like operating under the idea that you know they're kind of like test tube babies slash plants or whatever. I mean, because the little girl one that's following the doctor around also kind of looks like them, right? She's a girl, but she she looks a lot like them. To go back even further, so the the doctor guy got called a priest, mm-hmm. and the, remember that girl with the the boy with the scar who got turned into like the big, really muscly cyborg. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, he's not even like that special or whatever. Remember she said that about him? Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, just trying to understand. So they're just taking children pumping them up with i don't even we don't even know what they're doing to them to be honest right yeah and then it's like they either die or they like kind of mutate into something and there's like different levels and then that's why they thought uh wolfwood was so special because he i remember like the doctor was like protective of him and didn't want him to get killed yeah because he was he is genetically compatibility or whatever yeah but he wasn't as worried about the big buff guy remember he was like all right well like he's gone you know what i mean yeah because most most of their experiments don't succeed so maybe vash and million were some sort of experiment through him or or something like that they could i i've something similar maybe similar experimentation they might hopefully they'll kind of fill that in in the next episode because right now my impression is that um you know, Vash crash landed at the same time as Knives did, 
and, and has since been like wandering around and knives then hooked up with the, the doctor who's been doing the experiments. But, uh, but I don't know. We, there is a, like a big hole in Vash's timeline that we don't really know what was going on with his arm yeah. and, and stuff. It's possible he escaped, you know, and that he, him and knives were working with that doctor for a while. I'm not, not really sure. So. Yeah. By the way, can we just talk about how freaking cool the weapons are? Yes. Like, I just, I'm in love with this. I'm in love with this anime. Like, it's just like, I'm so excited. Um, Like, Angel Blades. I forgot what they called Livio's now. It was something really cool. Double Fang, I think. Yeah, Double Fang, yep. So cool. Like, I just love this anime. It's so good. Especially in a a season that... um, Let's just say it's not as packed as last season. Yeah. As far as like big, especially with with good action anime. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people are sleeping on the show because of the CG. Um, you, every now and then I'll even check like the little Reddit, like you know, oh Reddit watching this week. I, I know, and it's it's it, sad. It's it, it is sad. Yeah. You're missing out if if you're not. I don't know. I I don't know if you're necessarily watching the show. If you're if you're not also watching. Trigun. But if we haven't convinced you over the last two months, please watch Trigun. It's very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Man, convince your different. friends to watch Trigun. So yeah. I think it's saying a lot that the three of us haven't been turned off by the CG because like usually I see CG and like I'm automatically out. Yeah. Like I'm just like, uh it just it used to take me away, you know. But I like this this story has been holding up for me. I'm not gonna like sit here and act like it's like the best animation. I- I'll even admit there were times when I was watching Livio and I was like, this is kind of reminding me of reboot when I was like a kid. Like oh. I'm not even gonna lie. Like it was just like so it just looked really CG sometimes. But it's like the story's so good that I, I I'm just able to look past it. Like for me in the end is like, is it a really, really good story? Like that's, that's super important to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Imagine if X-Arm had a good story. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the manga for that is actually supposed to be pretty good. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll never mind then. Yeah, we'll never know. Um, yeah. <laughs> that shit has sales. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we have a little bit of time to talk about um, what I found to be another highly relatable episode of Buddy Daddies. I was so. going to ask, was the first 10 minutes of this episode just another? Oh, my God, going, Oh, look, it's my life on screen. Oh, my God. So <laughs> before we get started, first, I want to say that my husband does carry his own weight with the with the child care and the house chores and everything. Yes, yes. But that yes. doesn't mean that I haven't sometimes thought about running away for 24 hours and just like being in a hotel oh, and like yeah. i'm out i'm out mom's gone mom's out so yeah. which is essentially what happens in this episode with kazuki because he's been you know he's been playing the 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 house the housewife in this relationship yeah. ray just kind of sits around at home plays mario kart with miri he's ray, he's, ray is less of a dad and more of like a, a barely functional older brother that i was gonna kazuki say fun, the fun uncle you know, everyone's got a fun uncle, you know, who'd come over and he he was younger. He was your parents' like younger sibling. And so he played video games with you because he was cool. But yeah, yeah that's kind of what Ray's bag is. And, you know, he and Miri have the same taste buds. So they won't eat Kazuki's cooking because they don't like vegetables and they don't pick up after themselves. And Ray doesn't help give Miri a bath and he doesn't do any of the cooking and he doesn't take her to daycare and he doesn't. You know do any of that and so kazuki just is done 
and and he's also going through some stuff because it's three it's the anniversary of his wife's death we find out that you know the lady we had seen earlier was his wife she was pregnant and she did get caught in the crossfire of one of his his gigs when a car blew up and it killed her and he's never it was five years five years ago they said right yeah so he was real young because he's like 28 now i think is what we saw before he looked looked like a teenager when he met uh when he met her in that flashback he looked like a baby so Um, this episode um Got me in the fields a couple times. One, because hydrangeas were my wedding flower. And hydrangeas is like a major motif of this entire thing that like represents his relationship with his wife. Like they met at like this garden that had all these hydrangeas in it. And then her umbrella when she died had like hydrangea print on it. And I was like, stop. This was literally like my entire wedding bouquet was hydrangeas. Stop it. Um, so anyway, he he goes on the run and leaves Ray behind to uh, take care of Mary. He just leaves him a note saying, I'll be back later. And yeah. so I'm going out. I'm going out. He's literally going out for cigarettes. And yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hope he comes back. Um, so Mary uh, doesn't know how to read a calendar and Ray has been mentally checked out for most of the child rearing. So he doesn't know what day she goes to daycare. So he, you know, rides his bike to take her to daycare in the rain i notice when they leave the house she's wearing shorts even though it's raining outside he does like not dress her for the weather she might even be wearing the clothes she wore the previous day which is um and he gets there and it's sunday and she doesn't have daycare um kazuki goes gambling with the girls he used to hang out with to feel better um were they like wasn't it like a hostess club? Yeah, was I think like it was, the... but they also had a roulette down there. I gotcha. kind of got the impression it might have been illegal gambling because I think gambling is pretty strongly regulated in Japan. That's why pachinko yeah. machines are really hard to understand. I mean, in, go... the, in the Yakuza franchise, all of the gambling takes place like underneath fake stores. So <laughs> I have to imagine. Um... Like it's like a laundromat on top and then you go down and then yeah. like people are playing blackjack or something in, like that. In right? the one I'm playing, it's like a it's like a it's like a, a a catch your own fish like a little just like go catch a fish in like a little pool thing like one of the carnival the, games basically but like fancier with like koi fish okay and then underneath yeah it's like a blackjack table and roulette <laughs> table and yeah so yeah. maybe it's because of the yakuza games i definitely thought that i thought he was maybe going to like a soap land i thought maybe they. oh were, yeah 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 because yeah. it kind of got the impression they they might live close to like kabuki cho or something like that yeah. right well, she's um, like dressed like a nurse and so it's like yeah you're obviously not a nurse so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um all have little hearts on their hats yeah, yeah. it's like you know the one from bring animaniacs back bring back the <laughs> i don't i don't think i've ever seen a nurse wear a hat why, yeah, why do they get rid of nurse uniforms? Let me ask my husband and tell Probably him. Probably for comfort because they're just like working like dogs. Yeah, and they just have that, says, that little thing yeah, pinned in there. They don't want that on their head. They're like, <laughs> you know, like I'm I delivering actually, a baby here. Yeah, on. they wear Crocs and what do you call them? Scrubs now. Crocs. Yeah, scrubs. Crocs, which is yeah. understandable. So, yeah. Um, I thought, oh, I thought I had another picture before this, but yeah, so he, uh, oh, we also find out that, you know, the money he's been setting aside for Q was supposed to be going to his deceased wife's younger sister. So he has a sister-in-law who he's been avoiding ever since his wife died, won't talk to her, but tries to leave her money because he feels responsible for his wife's death and she refuses to take the money. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's his wife right before. Can I I go back to... um 
<laughs> Dragon really quick. Uh oh, yeah. You guys were talking about buddy daddies. I went down a rabbit hole. In so your head. Like, oh, <laughs> like Trigun and Gungrave. Lots of similarities. Lots of greatness there. So then I just decided to Google it. And the guy who, okay, so the guy who animated um, like Trigun also animated um, Gungrave, made the characters for it. Oh, the character designer is the yes. same. There made the character designs, right? So then okay. I was like, just the character designs, not the story, right? But then I was like, yeah. there's got to be more, right? So then I looked up that Yosuke Kuroda was the head writer on, get this, Trigun, Gungrave, and Birdie Wing. <laughs> so my world. So now you have to like Birdie <laughs> Wing now, right? That's what together <laughs> in the wildest way. You guys are like talking about Bunny Daddy. So I'm over here and I'm like... I don't even know. Just think of some action movie where, like, all the scripts are like, I just drop the coffee cup and it's like shattering on the floor. Yeah, in slow motion. Yeah. And I'm like, Gungrave, Dragon, and Birdie Wing. Like, yeah. all the sort of the anime I hate the most of all. I think you just gotta retry oh. watching Birdie Wing with your boyfriend. Maybe a different environment will, you know, do Maybe. something. You know what? I think, like, when I was trying to watch Birdie Wing, I was like trying to catch up on it. And it was like, just, I didn't, I, I was like feeling rushed with it. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, you did have to, you had to binge like, I think like three or four episodes. The fact that it's loosely connected to Gungrave is making me want to give it a second chance. So, you yes. guys are screwing. I'm just like. Is this a, you know, this I know how to seal the deal. Uh, if we can do like a Gungrave rewatch series while also That's doing. Happened a birdie wing rewatch like back and forth that'd I be like... i would be down if i can force you guys to watch a gun grave i've forced every boyfriend i've had which is many <laughs> to be honest i've only had like three long-term boyfriends but like i've made them watch it with me like i'm like if you're going to date me seriously you must watch this show which I'm, most people have a show like that right that they yeah post. yeah i mean yeah. i showed my wife made an abyss which was James. Okay, the fact that that was the must-see show for you, James, is a problem. Well, no, I mean, I I... <laughs> and the mafia, like yours, is about I don't even know. So absolutely awful, but and great at the same time. So like, we've just got to like set up this kind of like Pavlovian dog thing with Birdie Wing for Jackie. Yeah. So, like every time she gets a watch the Birdie Wing episode, she gets to watch two Gungrave episodes, and then yeah. she starts yeah. to associate. I'm literally them. shook that I went down this rabbit hole, and then it was like, head writer, and I'm like, looking down the list, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And it was like, Birdie Wing. I was like, no. This is uh, Jackie's Birdie Wing redemption arc. Yes. Thank you, everyone who has stuck with us as we've gone down this side quest about Birdie Wing. I know, I'm sorry about for that. For weeks. Um, but it's happening. One other note, though, is that I think that um, I got into Gungrave because of Trigun, because mm -hmm. they look similar. And I but love yeah. the animation style so much. And I saw Theo talk about that a lot of people don't like the animation style. And I just like, I think a part of me is kind of happy with the reboot that they went away from it because it's like, it makes them two separate entities. Like that was like the 90s look and nostalgia that we grew up with, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, nine, late 90s early 2000s look that we grew up with right and um i just i don't know if it would translate with gen z i'm just being complete i, I don't know oh, it's the yeah. broad shoulders super cut chin like sharp you know what i mean yeah, like, I don't, yeah. it, maybe but it's like um it makes me sad that just because it's 
branching away from what the manga um look was in that 90s look that people aren't trying it out but okay now i'm done i'm listening i'm engaged on buddy daddies i just this, know what this is, does this is uh buddy daddy's wife i forget what her name is but she's making the same face jackie made when she realized that they had <laughs> the birdie wing. When I read yes. birdie wing i literally was like no the birdie wing <laughs> no, cinematic universe it. it said exactly. birdie wing. it said birdie wing a girl's golf story like the whole title like i was like maybe it's another birdie wing and i was like no that was <laughs> yeah what yeah. yeah. is the many one. birdie wings that comes out every wings. every other year yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway here's ray being hot and yeah sweet. shout out shout out to ray's shirt which is it's got a cat in a pocket on the front and the back of it it's the most cat boy shirt that he could own because he's just a cat Yes. Ray is uh, the best, like one of the best male characters I've seen in a long time. Like he's just like a gamer boy who has like very little um like social skills or emotional intelligence, it feels yeah, like. Yeah. Like, and then but then it's just like so sweet and adorable somehow. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I do love his Ray. protect urge is strong. Yeah. So we we know now that. So long as uh, Miri's life is in grave danger, then he can definitely step up to the plate. He cannot yeah. be trusted to cook or clean. He or made her a bowl of cereal, or... which I mean, on some mornings, that's me. Mom, I'm hungry. I'm like, bagel or cereal? Lindsay, that's me. And I'm 35 and live by myself for myself. Yeah. That's like, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be dinner tonight. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I, I'll do you one better. Sometimes if I'm super rushed to work, I'll just. I'll just pour some cereal into like a plastic bag and I'll just eat it dry on my way to work on my, oh, my commute. That's that's actually fine because I live in a household where my spouse doesn't put milk on cereal. He puts milk in a bowl and has a cup of milk on the side. So he eats cereal dry and then drinks milk. Yeah, everyone gives me that face when I tell him this. I know it's not common. I, I, honestly, I was a little worried that you were going to say that he like pours water on it. No, 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 okay. no. That's, <laughs> That's a step too far. That's weird alien behavior. We don't condone that. <laughs> I Nothing yeah. against our extraterrestrial overlords, but just there's some yeah, things you put, don't do. You put water on cereal, you got a problem. Most of these screenshots here is uh, Kazuki talking to his, his wife's uh, sister and they just looked really pretty, so I took I don't know why PA Works is putting so much effort into all the different backgrounds for this show, but they, they're all beautiful. They've been beautiful consistently. Every time they like leave the house and go somewhere, it's always these beautiful um, Buddy Daddies is really well animated. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. extremely well animated. And I'll be honest, I think it's like one of the reasons I've hung on is um, it's been a little bit like too cutesy for me, but mm -hmm. I really, really like Ray. And the little girl's really cute. And even Kazuki's kind of growing on me, you know. Yeah. He's just kind of annoying sometimes. But, like, it's just so beautiful. Like, it, it's really well drawn. And I am kind of wish there was more action. Because remember, the, the action scenes in the first couple episodes were, like, so well drawn. And, like, they gave me, like, some incredible vibes to, like, older anime. I know I bring up Cowboy Bebop a lot. But it reminded me of, like, the footwork in the first episode of Cowboy yeah. When he's like, they're like kind of dancing with each other, yeah. and it was like Ray's movements like reminded me of that. And then, yeah, just kind of haven't seen it since then, so I'm just a little bummed. Mm -hmm. But, but I still, too. I, I do miss that part of it quite a bit. I wish we would have got that more interspersed with this season. Um, this part specifically made me cry. Uh, Jackie, when you watch it, it'll make you cry. Who is this? Um, is this his wife? Who, and they yeah. Oh, this okay. is his wife's sister, so his sister-in-law, mm -hmm. because his wife has died. 
and so this is the younger sister and she's basically like telling like why haven't you spoken to me since she died you know um why you know she says i'm going to fashion school in france i'm applying to go there because that's what my sister would want me to do she wants us to like live our best life and um that would make her happy even though she's not here oh my god i hope i don't cry just talking about this but but then kazuki's like i'm scared because Oh God, he says he's scared because if he if he moves on or starts feeling fulfilled by something that's not his wife, he's he's afraid he's going to forget her or that her memory will like lessen. And I just started losing it. <laughs> like, I just started crying. You know, we're all like, um, I'm the kind of guy person, where like, I was like, yeah. like, yeah, what would I do if my husband died? And like, I could yeah. never love anyone else again. I wouldn't want to because uh-huh. he's the number one person in my life and all these other sorts of, and like, so Kazuki's like saying that in not as many words. And I'm just sitting here like, <laughs> like yeah, ugly sp- spousal tragedies are like my, even like crappy movies that I don't like can yeah. reduce me to uh, ugly tears. If it has like Alzheimer's or, you know, yeah. like, like that long-term care scenario or something like this. Where someone's where like, forgetting some, you know, yeah, the per- oh. yeah and the other ones, their caretaker or something like that. Can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. I'm like, do I want to watch this episode? I might just end up like, it's not, it's not, it's not too heavy. Yeah. I think it, it strikes. I was a little worried that it was going to like be really a bummer. Yeah. Um, but I think it, it, it takes the emotions just seriously enough that you feel like it earns it. Yeah. Um, there's one of, one of the details that I, I loved was that uh, Q mentions. Yeah, I think it's Q that mentions it. That, um, uh, and I forgot Car uh, Karin, right? That's her name. Yeah, Karin. Yeah. Uh, Karin has no other family. Yeah. You know, uh, he mentioned that um, Kazuki's wife was her only living family, and then you know she died. And so what I found really sweet was that this isn't just like her kind of showing up to like kick Kazuki back into, into gear. She's reaching out to presumably the only person in the world that she can kind of call family anymore because he's like completely shut down and and started avoiding her. And the fact that she at no point, is there any, like, even when he does that thing where he's like, no, I killed her. At no point does she like blame him or berate him or Or finger wag at him or anything She's just, She's like, just like, what no, are you dude, I want you to be happy. Like, come on. Yeah. My sister would want both of us to be happy. These are the things I'm doing with my life to, to continue find fulfillment because it would make her happy to know that I'm doing these things. You should do those things too, Kazuki, even though she's died. And she brings up like, I heard that you're raising, Q told her it was like a, a family member's oh. daughter. <laughs> like, like he had taken in like his cousin's kid sort of situation. And she's like, I heard you're, you know, like you're raising a, a kid. Isn't that good? Why aren't, you know? That sort of thing, because I guess also the grave is near this site, too. And since it's close to the anniversary of her death, like both of them had shown up to, you know, like pay their respects at her grave. And then they had this conversation. But yeah, I at first I thought it was a little bit like too easy, like that she should have been like a, maybe just a little bit mean to him because he's avoided her for five years. But it was still really touching and i mean kazuki comes out the other side deciding to go finally go back home and be with ray and miri and find fulfillment in that so he ta- he tapes the picture of his wife to his computer instead of hiding it in the dr- that's what got me yeah where, that's where i really was like and this little polaroid crying. that he had yeah. like kept it in a drawer of him and his wife together and you see at the end of the episode that he's taken it out and taped it on his uh computer screen so he can see it whenever he's working and you're just like okay that's nice. 
Yeah. Oh my god, Lindsay, that cry noise. <laughs> That's not what I really sound like. I yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so, so I gotta prepare myself for tears. Yeah, yeah. Just prepare yourself for like a big emotional though, moment. You know, the one thing I do have to give buddy daddies though is that it has had really great like life moments like when it showed like the mom of um is it miri's the little girl right yeah and she was just like just didn't want to take responsibility for her and then like um the moment when ray was like don't call me papa don't call me papa and then like she the cops are with her and she's like he's like i'm papa you know like i don't yeah. know nice like life moments and like uh -huh of people and like evolving of people that I do really like I just wish it had a smidge more action yeah one thing that like Sailor Moon mm -hmm. lots of lots of life teaching moments but they always sprinkled in a battle in there right yeah, there was yeah. A battle and that's kind of what like I want buddy daddies to do it's like I'm not asking for it to be all action I'm not asking it for it to be trigun with like people literally you know having traumatic memories and the like and killing themselves and heavy heavy stuff I just am like if you want to keep it like this lighter show, like that's fine, but like just keep on sprinkling in the action a little bit. Yeah. More, you know, I mean, Kazuki's like, doing battle with, with that busted ass French toast there. That's kind yeah. of an action scene. So that was the, the, so by the end of it, Miri, you know, Miri was sick. Ray was like, I don't know where the hospital is. And um, the only medicine is <laughs> so dumb. Like, don't you know how to use Google, sir? There's Google Maps. But he's like, I don't know where the hospital is. And the only med. At least he checked the directions on the cold medicine before giving it to her. Oh, know? I know. Oh, my God. My parents imagine? don't even do that. They just will grab the Dynatap, look at it, pour it out, give it to a kid because he's sick. So, I mean, they didn't have any medicine in the house that was appropriate for a four-year-old. And most people maybe don't know this. You can't give a lot of, like, over-counter medicines to four-year-olds. So, it really sucks when they get sick. They're, like, there's, like, children's Motrin and, and children's Tylenol. Like, that's it. You can't give them any cough suppressants or anything like that. You anyway, just do what they did in the old days and give them a little bit of whiskey. <laughs> just that was for when you're teething. You just put some whiskey on your finger and then you just rub it in the gum hole. Oh, you know for a fact that some <laughs> of those frontier mothers were like, "Here, take a shot of this. <laughs> shut your mouth. The the dust bowl is burying us alive. I need you to be quiet. <laughs> Go to bed." Yeah. Um, but so the growth for Ray and Miri in this episode is that even though the house is trashed when Kazuki gets back because they're incompetent they tried to make french toast which is what like spawned this whole thing is like kazuki made food not they didn't want to eat it and then they asked him to make them french toast and he would just like had had it so ray tries to make french toast and it looks horrible and according to kazuki it's awful but he promises honey on it like is i don't know what they did is that supposed to be syrup you put syrup on french toast i guess they i guess they have golden syrup i guess yeah just look how brown it is they burnt the hell out of that toast it's just so, okay. we'll see what you're supposed to do super good right now but maybe i'm hungry. yeah i love french toast oh, mm. so good. i only mm. kind of know how to make it you're supposed to have slightly stale bread and it's yep. supposed to be a particular type of bread james what type of bread is it it's not sourdough um a lot of well uh, if you want like really desserty french toast a lot of people go with brioche brioche that's um, it you oh, want wow. slightly stale brioche i know that you put it in an egg wash you okay. just like dip it in there both sides fry it right is that yep. the whole thing? And then, you know, yep. you put your whatever you your toppings are on it. I know how to make it in theory. I can't say that I've ever done it. <laughs> uh, so show. that's that's it for Buddy Daddies uh, this week. Um, maybe next week. I, I feel like they got to have action soon. 
They introduced oh, yeah, they have to. that guy, right? They introduced that scary assassin. They're, they're Anton Sugar. Yeah, and like, they've just so, like yeah. teased him a few times, and he hasn't killed anyone yet, and they haven't faced up against him. So eventually, he's going to get kidnapped. We yeah. know this for a fact. He's going to yeah. get kidnapped. Yeah. They're going to have to rescue her. They're going to have to go John they Wick to fuck up whoever is behind that. Yeah, bad way. Oh, oh shoot! I said the f word. <laughs> It's okay. It wasn't within the first uh, eight minutes, so you okay. Good. I was just like, I YouTube is like getting strict for that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. I set me up for the whole time. Yeah, like, not until then. Anyway, well, yeah, maybe that's about <laughs> to end on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. We'll be back next week with more Trigun and more Buddy Daddies and latest news. And Jackie, are you still going to be in Hawaii next week? Next on Tuesday. Tuesday? I might be. Let me check my schedule. I don't even know what today's date is. You texted me and you were like, are you ready to go live? And I was like, no, but I shall. <laughs> so that's why they call it island time. Because yeah. uh, I know. I know. Oh, yeah. believe me, it's island time here. I tried to order food. It took like an hour to come out. Oh, yeah. like, gosh, like gosh. when did you have to get on a boat? Come on. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. I, I, have, I have aunties and uncles that will... That if that will swear that if you move to the other side of Guam, which is yeah. not far, you'll just never see that person again because <laughs> that's like a whole that's like a whole trip and uh, <laughs> they're just gone. How long does it take to travel from one side to the other of Guam? I I, I mean it's like thirty miles, so like <laughs> yeah, it's not big. It's like the size of a city. That's funny. That's so really I don't think I'm going to be able to make it because I fly out at five. Oh, so I can okay. for an hour and go live from the airport. Maybe then she'll give me a title the whole time. I'm like, here's Anan, executive editor and professional opinion haver. And then mine's just empty. I was like, you can put anything you want yeah. there, Jackie. I didn't you, put I, I'm responsible for that. Yes. Yeah. You type it in yourself. You think I wrote professional opinion haver for James? That is my legal job title. Um, but yes, I, I had to put that in myself because other people <laughs> refuse to acknowledge it for some reason. You would just write it in when you're <laughs> grave enthusiast and virtuous. Yeah, there you go. I thought I, I it was either going to be Gungrave or it's going to be like Sailor Scout. So. I was thinking Ray's girlfriend for a hot second, and then I was like, no, we all know where Jackie's heart truly Ray. lies. Oh, Ray. Ray, Ray, I'm telling you right now, Ray, if you're named Ray in an anime, you're usually a badass. I'm not, yeah. I'm just going to say like that's just kind of a thing. Ray Ayanami. Yeah, I'm yeah. Badass or like a traumatized doll person, but you know. Ayanami is a badass in her own way. When we were kids, in the movies, for sure. What were you going to say, wait. Jackie? No, no, I missed you. What did you, what did you guys say? I missed. Oh, you. oh, I said Ray Ayanami is cool in her own way, and then James pointed out, yeah, in the movie she is. And then you, what were you saying? Ray was cool in the show too. Yeah, yeah. Come on, James. She's Not the original Kudere. So. Yeah, she's no, she's definitely no Masato. Masato is like the best female character in my opinion. Though it's many will say Asuka, but I mean, yeah. anyway, that's a whole different debate. Whole different debate. I forgot what I said. Okay. Oh, it was when we were kids and they spelled. Remember when they Americanized all yes. the scouts' names and they made Ray R A Y, and I was like, Why oh, did they, they put, do that? They put I an E here. on the end, so it was still kind of feminine. But I mean, Ray is. I have a, I have a great I, uncle, Ray. I'm just imagining Ray being voiced by Raymond from Everybody Loves Raymond. 
Ray Romano. It's like, why would you do that? Like, and then it's funny because some of them had like names that were completely different, right? Like Usagi turned to Serena and then Lamaru was turned to Darian, which to this day, just because I grew up with the Americanized versions, I tend to call them Darian and Serena more than the other two. Um, Mina, right, is different. Right, and well, then Mako. So I mean, but Lita versus Mako for or Mako. Yeah, Lita was way different. Amy was the same, right? It's a slightly different pronunciation because in Japanese it's Ami. Yeah, but it was Ami, right? Yeah, Ami. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I just remember as a kid, I was like, "Why did they change these?" And it's just funny that I thought that as a kid. Yeah. But then the American social system and society structure, whatever you want to call it, thought to, that they had to change the names, which is another debate. We should probably end now. Or I'm going to keep on. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. Like I said, we'll be back next week. Uh, same time, Jackie might be t- coming in from the airport. Airport footage. If and the Trigun episode is that good, I'm gonna be like, I want to be a part of this. You're gonna call. be on your phone, like yeah. you're gonna be on your phone in the air. You're gonna be pulling just strangers in Honolulu. Oh my god, I'll be live like, reaction. Anime called Gun yeah. Grave, and that'll they won't talk to me for the rest of the flight. So we'll be nope. good. And then you gotta sit there for like five hours with them. It'll be really weird. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we're all right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.